Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. I'm going to cover sort of two little topics. Not even sure what I'm going to title this, but you already know what it is. I'm going to run through your needs and your wants, and then also some small little insignificant things that maybe you didn't consider that are going to help you get set up for success. So, the first thing that I'm going to tackle, I need to highlight this because if I don't, I'm going to forget where it is. Alrighty. The first thing, I may have spoken about this in a different podcast or a different post or a different something, but it's very important that I really get this across to you because it is going to be super important. All the things that we want, for example, weight loss and getting healthier and skinnier and all of those fucking things. First off, if you're aiming for skinniness, fucking pick a different goal because we don't want skinny, we want strong. Um, but you can pick your own goals and I do not give a shit. You need to make sure that your needs are being met before you go after your wants. Because if you achieve your wants and your needs are not met, you're going to give up your wants to make sure your needs are met. I hope that made sense. <laughs> what I mean by this is everybody wants to lose weight. What they need to do is fix their emotional and mental block or their habits or whatever is going to be the root cause foundation as to why do you need to lose weight in the first place? Well, I emotionally eat. Well, I can't handle stress. Well, I do this and that and I don't know what to cook. And if you look at all the reasons as to why you've gained weight in the first place or whatever it's going to be, I'm a massive believer and fan. I feel like there's fucking something in my eye. Massive believer and fan of your decisions have led you to here. And I'm a big fan of that because of how shit uh, my sort of mental health was from 16 through to 22, and then, you know, bits and bobs after 22, but primarily in that era when I didn't want to be here anymore. And all of that, I could have given up, I could have done a whole lot of things to say, well, I've got this, I've got that. There was even talk of me going on Centrelink under like disability, mental health, all that stuff. That was my easy get-out-of-jail-free card. Didn't have to do anything. I'm on disability. Here's this, here's that. Get the cash. Do fuck all. But I was just like, no, I don't really want to do that. And uh, that felt bad in doing that. Because then I would have to admit that I would be on that. And that just, to me, it just felt wrong. I don't know what it is. It just felt wrong. Um, Every decision that I have made, whether I knew it or not, was leading me to this point. And that was going to therapy, that was getting good at the gym, that was going to university to become a PT. It was all of these different things that have co-mingled and become a perfect story for me to be able to be here producing this podcast for you right now. So I'm a big fan of your decisions are the only reason that you are in this exact position listening to this podcast right now. Or watching this particular Instagram clip, if we use this for Instagram clips, who knows. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. And obviously things happen to you that are out of your control, but your responses are the only thing that you will ever control. So your response to that situation that happened to you, of which you had no understanding or control of, that is what is going to define you as a person. I absolutely truly believe that. If you want to see the true test of someone or the true metal of someone, put them in an intensely stressful situation and see how they react and respond. That is, I believe, what a person is. 
Um, unless, yeah, particularly if it's me watching my Miami Dolphins every Monday morning. It is stressful as shit, and I will yell and I will curse. <laughs> that is a different travel together. But anyway, if you want to lose weight, if you want to get strong, if you want to do all these things that equal you having the dream body and lifestyle, what do we need to do to be able to get there? Most people will say, well, I need to be in a calorie deficit. Yeah, you are correct. If you want to lose fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. What do you need to be able to create a calorie deficit? You need to be able to either increase your steps, you need to be able to either track your calories or be better at knowing what your energy intake is going to be. You need to have healthy habits. You need to have all of these other things that are set up for you to be able to go be in a calorie deficit and make sure it's sustainable and easy to achieve or easier to achieve because calorie deficits fucking suck. <laughs> so... If you are mentally or emotionally feeling down, if you're mentally or emotionally feeling like shit, we need to address that first. Because yes, there are things that you are going to need to do. Uh, for example, if you're feeling mentally and emotionally shit, one of the things that you can do is force yourself to go to the gym or move or go for a walk or something. That is something that you need to do, in my opinion. You need to move your body to be able to get your brain to catch up. That's just what I believe that you need to do. If you are not moving your body, it's going to be very hard to be motivated and to feel good within yourself and to get all those endorphins and to be strong and to be injury resistant, not immune, but resistant, uh, to things as we get older. You need to move your body, put it through stress and make sure that it can adapt to whatever stimulus it is going to be provided in the outdoor world. That's the main reason why most people go to the gym is for their mental health. But then also, oh, if I don't go to the gym, I feel like shit. Fantastic. The gym is no longer a weight loss tool for that person. They may have initially started by wanting to lose weight by going to the gym, but then when they set up that habit of going to the gym, they realized how good they feel and it all of a sudden became a part of their routine and it's something that they need to do now so that they don't feel crap, so that they can feel good. You can miss a day or two here and there, but ultimately you need to keep going to the gym to keep your body feeling good, to be injury resistant and to mentally be alert and alive and get those endorphins to go into the gym. We love that. Your needs need to be met before you get your wants. For example, uh, let's look at the classic F45 challenge where here's your templated uh, and classic F45 challenge in terms of literally classic. I know a lot of them have moved away from this because they get so much flame from it, but most of them haven't. 1200 calorie meal plan or 1500 calorie meal plan, you choose. <laughs> How quick do you want your results? <laughs> 1200 or 1500 calorie meal plan, this is what you do, here's your chicken and rice and like a bunch of fucking ingredients that no one is rightfully ever going to get because they're way too expensive and in weird aisles of the grocery store. Um, and you also have to cook your meals and then you've got to cook the family's meals and then it's going to be a whole thing. Nobody wants to do that. Wait for mine. So, you do that for 8 or 12 weeks, of course you're going to lose a lot of weight. You're going to go there and... People that take it way too seriously, they'll do a 45 minute hit session, which it should be a MIT session because there's no way that that is high intensity because high intensity is within, I believe, 20% of your max heart rate. And some people get there, but you cannot fucking sustain it. You may hit that target and go, well, you hit a 200, max, uh, 200 beats per minute, fantastic. If you maintain that, you would be either A, an elite level athlete, like beyond elite level athlete, uh, or you just hit it and it's unsustainable, and it's going to feel like shit. But anyway, I digress. So, most people are just going through their circuit, burning a hell of a lot of calories, and then once they've done that, they potentially even do back-to-back -back sessions, and then once that's done, fantastic, all good, 12 weeks later, hey, I stuck to the meal plan, I did everything perfectly, 
gave up on social events, gave up on all this stuff because I was just really focused on this 12 week thing. Now that I've lost all that weight and now I am here, fantastic. You're gonna stop going to the gym as much. You're going to dial it back a little bit. You're not gonna do back to back. You're gonna start eating the way that you used to eat because you don't actually want to be sticking to the stuff that you did because it's way too intensive. You're gonna start going out. You're going to be doing your old lifestyle. You didn't address your needs. You need to address your lifestyle. You wanted to look a particular way and you achieved that want, you achieved that goal. Your wants were met. You have the dream body or the ideal body for the end of that challenge. Your before and afters were amazing. You're feeling confident, you're feeling awesome. But guess what? What I said at the start of the start of the call, what I said at the start of the podcast, if you give up your needs in order to achieve your wants, you're going to give up your wants to address your needs. You will give up that body or the ideal lifestyle because you need to eventually have a lifestyle. You need to go out with friends. You need to socialize. You need to take a break from the gym. You need to not track calories for X amount of reasons or purposes. Eventually, by doing all of that, you're going to fall back into what you know, which is probably fuck all for a lot of people in terms of how to eat healthy or fuel their mind and body or what they're looking for in particular food. Hopefully, there is some sort of leftover residual insight or education. I'm using a lot of D&D terms. Uh, education around what is in particular foods and you're going for the high protein stuff, you're avoiding snacking and you're like, oh, am I hungry or am I thirsty or am I bored or whatever it is. Hopefully that was left over in some regard. For most people, it's not because they don't focus on it. They just focus on hitting a particular number and then they hit the number and then eventually they blow out because yay, and that's 99% of people signing up. So if that is you and this is resonating, don't feel bad. Uh, we also do have our eight week challenge that is uh, up at the moment, depending on this, whenever this podcast goes up. The 2nd of September is when the intake closes and that is when, <laughs> because I need to get people's calories and macros done well before then, uh, to get them started on the 4th of September because that is when we start and that is when our eight-week challenge actually starts on the 4th of September. But the intake closes on the 2nd so that I can do everyone's programming over the weekend and get that back to you. Um, fun fact for you. Sorry. Where was I? What was I talking about? Because I have a brain that doesn't work. Um, hmm. Yes. Addressing the needs. You have achieved the wants of looking a particular way your body does not know, your brain does not know that you're wanting to look a particular way. It just knows, holy shit, we're starving. So yeah, we're gonna to adapt to the stimulus. Obviously maybe build some muscle because of the amount of training that you have been doing. That's a good thing about training and building muscle is that building muscle is a stimulus response. If you stress the muscle over X amount of times per day, per week, whatever it is, you are going to build muscle. We love it. Ideally you want enough protein in there to be able to build that muscle but as long as you train X amount of times, it's very possible to build muscle. It's just not ideal to focus on fat loss while trying to build muscle. Pick one, it'll be a lot easier. Um, so you've achieved your wants, but because you haven't addressed your needs, you are eventually going to have to give up part of that body or lifestyle or whatever it is, the wants of doing the F45 challenge. And I'm of course just saying F45 for a shit challenge metaphor because I've seen them multiple times and they're fucking horrendous. Anyway. Um, you will give up that want of the body and the lifestyle and the tracking and all of that stuff because your needs were not met. So now you're having to give up that want to go and talk about your needs or to go and talk about your needs, to go and address your needs. I'm all over the place this morning. When you address your needs, you feel more mentally stable. Let's just say that. You feel more mentally stable, which means that you're able to make better decisions, which means that you're probably getting better sleep, you're not feeling as stressed, and because of all of those reasons for you mentally and maybe emotionally 
feeling a hell of a lot more stable and better and calm and confident within yourself, you go, you know what, I actually do want to go to the gym. You know what, I missed the gym yesterday, I'm going to go today, I'm going to scratch out this hour here at lunch, take a long lunch or whatever it is, get changed and go do that then. When your needs are met, you're feeling pretty fucking good about yourself. And it's a lot easier to make better decisions because you're already feeling good, because you're more than likely in a routine, have a lifestyle, feel good about yourself, and your brain is already wired to want to go do those good things. When you don't have those good things, quote unquote, in place, you're going to fall back to what you know. Because 98%, I believe it was that I saw somewhere, 98% of our life is subconscious and habitual. You cannot go through your life forcing yourself to track calories, forcing yourself to go to the gym, forcing yourself to do things that you don't want to do or that you do not have the capacity to do if your subconscious mind is working against you because there's going to be way too many temptations. You know how many fucking food ads that you see at the bus stop, on the bus, just driving to work, public transport, whatever it is. Uh, if you have Uber Eats or Menulog or whatever on your phone, you get notifications around dinner time. You get notifications around lunchtime when you're typically feeling hungry. They do push notifications at those times to be like, hey, don't forget, this is super easy and convenient and you should order through us despite the fact that we charge an extra 30% plus a service fee, plus a delivery fee. It's fucking crazy what they charge, but anyway, sometimes you just need to. Um, there is temptation everywhere. And if you don't have the needs of, no, I want to do this thing because it makes me feel good, it's my lifestyle, these are my habits, routines, all that fun stuff. If you don't have that in place, it's very hard for you to be able to stick to what you were doing, maintaining the lifestyle and the body and the routine that you really, really want. You get that and you sustain that by addressing your needs. And that's why we have created the Unfuck Yourself program, which addresses the needs first while you're losing weight. While you're losing weight, we do all the shit that most people don't do, which is address your habits, behaviors, thought patterns, lifestyle, belief systems, all that fun shit. We address all of that through six months so that we can actually leave you in a better place so that that 98% of your life being habitual stat that I just spoke about before, we are hopefully changing your subconscious and your habits so that when you finish, you naturally want to keep doing those things that help you keep the weight off instead of forcing yourself to continue to do something that you're actually really fucking tired and bored of and you are burning out from and saying, well, this is how I lose weight. Yeah, that's how you lose weight, but that's not how you enjoy life. That's not how you maintain and find joy and happiness and fun in the things that you're doing. Do you really want to give up your 20s or 30s or 40s or whatever it is to be able to say, oh, well, I look like this. Because I can guarantee you from the people that I've spoken to, you will get to 60, 70 and look back at this time. And even people that are like 28, 29, they look back at themselves when they thought they were really fat and overweight at 23, 24, and they go, I'll do anything to get back to that. It is fucking wild. You will look back in three years time, and you'll go, what was I so worried about? I didn't even look that bad. I wish I could look like that again. So if you can enjoy your body and yourself and your mind and your lifestyle and everything right now, there is probably going to be a point in the future where you look back at this present moment that you're in and go, oh my God, what was I so worried about? If you do not have your habits, behaviors, lifestyle, all that shit sorted, because I believe, again, this is me, this is just personally, I believe that you're either moving forward or moving backwards because life always continues on. So if you are staying still and life continues on, you are inevitably falling behind. Because it's like you are sitting down on an escalator that is going forward and you're just like, nah, I'm just going to get off this, boop, and you just sit there. So you're either on or off. So you're moving forward or you're moving backwards because life continues on. I hope that made sense. Because, I mean, look at inflation. 
let's just fucking look at that for a second. Let's look at the economy and how all that shit happens. If you were not moving forward and improving your income or improving your life or doing things that you deem quote-unquote successful or happy or whatever it is, I'm not going to judge as to what that is, but if you are not moving forward and doing that, the economy is going to keep moving. It is going to be very fucking difficult to own a house and create, like, it's impossible to create the wealth that our parents had the opportunity to create. It's just fucking wild. It's just a fact that we are never going to be able to do that. Even if I worked insanely hard and had a $200,000 a year job that paid me that salary, it's going to be very difficult for me to be able to do that. Not very difficult to create the same wealth. Like, that would be an insane situation if I was in that. Absolutely, I'm not in that. Uh, it would still be difficult, as opposed to, hey, here's this, uh, here's this house that I bought for 40000 I might sell it 10 years later for 400000 <laughs> It's fucking wild. But anyway, um, I'm hoping we can sell this house for an extra 100000 in five years' time when we do sell it. Um, if it is five years. <laughs> anyway, getting sidetracked. This is my investment portfolio during the podcast. Um... But yeah, but anyway, <laughs> address your needs. Make sure that your subconscious and your habits are sorted because if they aren't, you will inevitably be going backwards. Because if you are not working on yourself, if you are not working on the habits, behaviors, thought patterns, if you are not consuming content, which obviously you are because you're consuming this podcast, if you are not consuming content or things that are going to feed you or grow, my Instagram looks like nothing but physios, doctors, weight loss uh, coaches. Uh, women's specialist health, like it's all information education. Because when I'm on there, it's not like, oh, look at all these funny things and I waste heaps of time on Instagram. I'm going through and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's interesting. And then randomly somewhere later in the day or week or month or whatever it is, I'll recall that fact and go, oh, did you know? Ba -ba 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 -ba, and rattle it off with a little skiddly boop a doo. So that's what's in my social media, shall we say, except for Miami Dolphins. I've got them in there as well, Miami Heat. Um, very rarely is it like very entertaining shit. It's mainly news and information and education because then I spend less time on the app and I also learn stuff on it and then I can get back to doing the stuff that I actually want because me zoning out on my phone is not relaxing. It's stimulating my brain because I can zone out and then my first thought is why am I zoning out? What am I trying to procrastinate on? What am I wasting my time on? Oh, it's because I really don't want to do this thing. Right, well if I dive into that thing and get it done now, then I can actually do the stuff that I want to do instead of saying, oh, I was so busy today. What did you do? Oh, I spent three hours on my phone in 45 minute blocks. I'm not actually busy. I'm just procrastinating on the stuff that I don't want to do. Why don't, why don't I want to do those things? Because I feel like I'm going to fuck it up or do something bad and it's not going to be what I think it's going to be. But if I don't start it, it can always be a dream that I have instead of a, I tried it and failed. Then again, I might try it and succeed at it and it'd be the best thing in the world. Who knows? That's why I just fucking do things. Uh, and it's led to here. So here we are, focusing on the needs. So yes, focus on your needs. Habits, behaviors, thought patterns, lifestyle, belief systems, all that shit. If you start working on that, your life will get exponentially better and everything about it is going to improve. These small little insignificant things that you can do to help yourself get into that position, start with steps, move your body, do something that is going to be moving your body. I don't even care what it is. And now my camera's starting to skip. Um, I don't care what it is. If you are moving your body, fantastic. If it's just steps, and you don't have to get 10,000 steps per day to start with, you don't have to get it at all, really. If you are averaging 3,000 steps per day, you don't go to the gym, you don't play sport, you are a desk worker, maybe the only steps that you get are walking from your car to the elevator, 
to the office and then around the office a little bit and then back down and then whatever. You're probably averaging 2,500, 3,000 steps per day, which is absolutely fuckle. So ideally we want to get that up to 7,000, but what do we do first? Let's go to 4,000 steps, see if we can get that every day for the week. When we get that every day for the week, then it's 4,000 steps, fantastic, we tick that off. Maybe it's taking the stairs instead of the elevator, maybe it's parking further away from the grocery store. Maybe it's all those little things that are just going to add up. Maybe it's just walking 10 little laps around your kitchen island or whatever the fuck it is. Random stuff, right? Get that up and about. Then from there, we go to 5,000. How can you improve this? Maybe I'll start throwing in a 10-minute walk. Maybe I'll just walk up, go to the roundabout and come back. Maybe I'll just do that every day. These very small things that feel really insignificant to be like, oh, I'm not going to see all the results that I want. What's the point? Because it's better than what you're doing at the moment, isn't it? Yes, it is. If it is better than what you are doing at the moment, no matter how insignificant or small that it seems, or insurmountable of the goal that you want, it's still better than what you're doing at the moment. You are definitely not going to achieve your life or dream by sitting down and doing absolutely fuck all. What you may have a chance at achieving your dream is by doing something that seems really small and insignificant that may eventually compound and snowball into you achieving that dream. That is a maybe. That is a 0.1% chance improvement of you being able to achieve your dream. But if you do not do anything because, oh, what's the point and this and that, and, oh, there's other people out there, or I'm not that and this, if you talk yourself out of it and that's your mindset, you are definitely 100% not going to achieve that. And you can just sit back on your life right now if you want to, and you are that type of person that complains without taking action. You can just look at your life right now and go, cool, this is it, take a look around, Look at your life, look to your left, look to your right, look behind you. Look at your house, your job, your whatever situation that you're in. That's you. Forever. Done. There is no more. There is no improvement. There is nothing more than that. You better be fucking okay with that because if not, <laughs> got some news for you. Not going to be great because if you are complaining without taking action and you are not doing anything, this is your life. This is your lot. Done. That's it. Sometimes you go fishing, you get a fucking boot, all right? So, how do we get out of that? We take a fucking chance, people. <laughs> that is what we do. We take a chance over a definite every single day of the week. If there is a 0.1% chance that I'm going to achieve $10 million, I'm going to do that. If there is a 100% chance that I will not achieve $10 million, why the fuck would I do that when there is literally a chance that I could do that? Think about that. If you want to achieve things in this life, you have to do things that mean you are going to probably be uncomfortable because especially since COVID, uh, people don't want to do fucking anything. They're over anxious. They're a little bit, I don't like saying burnt out, but they're burnt out. They're anxious. They're tired. There is everything going on. And there's a lot of get out of jail free cards floating around at the moment to say, I'm just really tired. I'm just this, I'm just that. What are you doing to improve your tiredness? Oh, nothing. You know, my boss is very bad, but you know, they pay pretty well. They've got decent benefits. If you're in a mediocre spot, you're probably going to be content but hate your life. You would be better off being in a worse situation that will actually trigger you to want to do something positive. That's why the people that sign up to the transformation program who are in fucking terrible situations or they believe that they're in terrible situations often end up doing really well because they know what rock bottom, they know what awful, they know what those places feel like. But people who sign up who are in a mediocre place, they go, oh, well, you know, if I fail, then, you know, I'm, I'm back here and that's, and that's not bad. Um, but if I achieve it, that'll be nice. There's no motivation. There's no, oh my God, I have to get out of this. I have to get away from the situation. There's no, 
oh yeah, I need to achieve this goal because if I don't, then this, this, this. It's all just like, very blase and going through it. And if that is your lot in life and you want to accept that and you are willing to accept it and you're happy with that, then by all means, accept it. But that is not me. I achieve something and I go, fantastic, woo, celebrate it for like a day or a week, depending on whatever the fuck it is. And then it's like, cool, what's next? What can I keep doing? How can I keep moving forward? How can I keep achieving these things? Some people call it unrelenting standards. Um, but if you can do it in a healthy way of continuing to build something that brings you joy and happiness and not do it in a way that completely burns you out the way that I typically do, um, which I'm working on, I swear to God I'm working on, that's why I'm paying a therapist a lot of money to be able to work through it, but it's very useful and it is very useful for getting out of a shit situation and my therapist has said that before where he's like your coping mechanisms are extremely useful, I'm not going to say they're positive because you get very burnt out and overworked very quickly, but if you can figure out how to manage that balance then you're going to be pretty good, you're going to be there and I, when you get that point then I'll say it's positive but fucking dick, didn't want to say it was positive, <laughs> I felt it was positive, it got me a house so here we go. Um, so yeah, so that's where we're at. Small little insignificant things. Start with your steps. Start with maybe 10 minutes of yoga. Start with having a solid breakfast. Start with having a solid lunch. Start with having a solid dinner. Start by not even tracking calories, but just looking at all of the meals you're having. If they're all over the fucking place, maybe go, hey, breakfast is at this time, lunch is at this time, dinner's at this time. I don't give a shit what it is right now. Just start scheduling your meals to have them at a particular time. When they start to become consistent. Okay. Look at all the meals. How can I make them a little bit better? How can I get more protein in for breakfast and for lunch and for dinner, one meal at a time? These very small insignificant things are eventually going to compound. It's like getting good at your job. I'm willing to bet that you did not start your job and go, fantastic, I know everything that there is to know about this job. You probably sucked at it. You're probably a good fit for the job to learn the responsibilities and the the things, the skills, there we go, the skills that you had to know to be able to become good at your job. You're probably a good fit for the potential of that job. And now you've fulfilled that potential, hopefully, unless you're new at your job. Or you just fucking suck at your job and you're just doing quote-unquote quiet quitting things. Good for you. Um, but yeah, you need to fill that potential. You need to be able to get good at it. And most people are now good at their job. We love that. Um, but most people don't want to be bad at something that they haven't done before. When was the last time that you took a nutrition class or looked into your nutrition? Probably never. You touch it in like year 10 or 11 health or year 9 health. That's about it if you're in Australia. If you're in America, fuck, I don't even know what that education system is like. This is a trigger. This is how you pull it. <laughs> What's the American education system like? Oh, it's not that bad. Skip scene to someone in there. All right. You're in year two now. This is how you build your own AR-15 assault rifle. <laughs> Time to defend this country, you bitch. <laughs> oh, that is wildly inappropriate. <laughs> Good old America. Oh, third world country with very quality sports. We love it. Anyway, um, forgot what I was saying. But anyway, get your needs sorted. <laughs> I've lost it. Get your needs sorted. If they are not sorted, you will give up your wants to be able to address your needs. If you don't know what your needs are, fucking explore it. Figure out what do you want. What do you actually want from this life? What has been holding you back? Why do you not do particular things that you know that you need to do? And I suppose that's a quality question right there of, I'm willing to bet a lot of people listening to this podcast right now are, 
I know what I need to do. I just don't do it. What is what you need to do? Is that what you need to do to lose weight? Or is that what you need to do to feel good? That's a solid question you can ask. What do you do that makes you feel good? Can you incorporate that into your lifestyle or routine? Coming up with these questions to to yourself really, but in a judgment-free, guilt-free area to just be like, you know, I'm just going to be honest with myself. I'm going to open up and figure out exactly what I'm here for and what I'm really wanting to do. And doing that can lead you to some very scary answers, but they are the answers that you will need to get to where you want to go. Because if you just choose to ignore it, if you keep sweeping everything under the rug, eventually people are going to come into your house and go, that is a fucking lumpy rug. What is wrong with it? And you're like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It is thriving. It is living its best best life. Um, yeah. So if you could just not judge that lumpy rug, please. Like maybe you should fucking throw everything out under it or at least figure out if you're going to keep it and where do you store it and what do you do? Okay. Maybe let's do that. Let's get away from lumpy rugs. They're bad. No one likes lumpy rugs. Um, did I just say rumpy lugs? <laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> Make sure you get away from your rumpy lugs. No one likes rumpy lugs. Um, that's the end of the podcast because I feel like I'm losing my mind and Lilo has come to check on me and I'm not doing well, am I, puppy? No, I'm not doing well, am I? Um, so yes, get your needs sorted. Ask yourself some questions. Be open, honest, and vulnerable with yourself to figure out what those answers are to figure out what you're really wanting from life, from a program, from yourself, from your job, from your weight loss journey, from your strength journey, from your mental health journey, whatever it is. Answer the questions that you need to answer. Find the answers that you need, because otherwise, if you don't, you're probably in a pretty fucked situation, and we don't want you to be in a fucked situation. That's why we do what we do. Oh, I'm sorry, little one. Come here. Gotcha. We don't want anyone to be in a fucked situation, do we? No, we don't. All right. Well, if you have questions on this, please jump into the community Discord. Ask me some questions. Um, yes, we have a channel in there specifically for the podcast where I answer topics like this. These are two. This podcast is for two questions that I have in the Discord channel. So if you would like, <laughs> if you would like your questions or topics answered, Lilo would love to hear them. And <laughs> she's literally my ear. My God. Um, get into the Discord. It's via the link in our bio, or comment on literally any post that we have on Instagram with the word podcast or sorry with the word discord and my bot I'm going to pretend it's me my bot will DM you a link to get into the discord community it's literally that easy you just go to any Instagram post comment discord hit enter and then it'll say thanks for doing stuff because you're awesome and then it'll DM you a link and you can just join there's no fee there's no nothing get in there ask me questions and we can run through it all um otherwise yes the only thing that I'm pumping at the moment is the eight-week challenge. The intake stops on the 2nd of September. Um, it is going to be a massive program. I'm quietly excited. Not quite. I'm fucking very loud about this. <laughs> I'm very loud that this is going to be an amazing thing. It is so goddamn cheap at the moment. It's $249 for the entire eight weeks or two monthly payments of $149. $50 discount for paying up front. The reason that it's so goddamn cheap, and if you're not on the mailing list, please, for the love of God, get on the mailing list, because I'm doing short little snippets as to why is it so affordable, what's actually included. I'm doing all of that information through the mailing list, one every single day. It is so goddamn affordable, because I want to get as many people in to get as much feedback as possible, to fix it as quickly as possible, and make it as amazing as possible, as amazing as possible, so that in January, and for next year, I believe we are going to be running three challenges per year. That is the idea. That is the vision that I have.
for this, is to run those challenges three times per year. I want it to be a challenge that is going to rival those shit challenges that I said at the start, like the F45s, where it's here's your templated meal plan, here's your stuff, it's overly complicated, fill it, follow it for as long as you can, and it doesn't actually address your needs. I want this challenge to be something that can help you address your needs, maybe one of them, uh, if not multiple, but if you have questions on anything, let me know, get into the Discord, and I will speak to you soon.